0: Welcome, and this is the Hustle Over Everything podcast. I'm with my boy, Lucas Enns, or as he goes by, John Lucas Enns. What's up, bro? <laughs> How's it going, man? It's good, man. It's good to finally do this. You know, we've been speaking about this for a while and, like, recording, and, you know, we share the same similar mentality, and uh, it was long overdue mm-hmm. like for us to do a podcast together. Um, yeah, man. Just, you know. Tell the audience, like, who you are, what you do, you know? <coughs> it's little like a little bit, little, little,
1: little, bit little, little intro, you know? All right. So, um, my name is John Lucas Ends. Uh, my friends call me Lou. <clears throat> I... I'm the co-founder and CEO of a smart technology company. Mm-hmm. We are called Sky Inc. Yeah, we focus on wearable access control accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've done is developed a line of wearable smart accessories mm-hmm. that allow you to do things such as pay debit, store your ID, you can open your front door, of your house, your vehicle door, you can get into your apartment building, etc mm-hmm. with these
0: wearable products. Yeah.
1: So I started this company about four years ago now. Things are really just starting to, uh, about three and a half years ago, I guess, and things are really just starting to take off. Uh, It's been like this podcast, long overdue. Long overdue, man. um, I've put in a lot of hours and I have a great team and the teams really starting to develop right now. Yeah. Um, And that's something that I've been spending a lot of time on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. other than that, I, uh, I'm i a big fan of just healthy mindset, healthy living. I'm in the gym every day, I'm trying to eat as healthy as I can, mm-hmm. do what I can, even though sometimes that falls a little bit short due to the um, busy entrepreneur lifestyle. Sure, yeah, But um, yeah, I'm from a small town in northern British Columbia, Prince George. Um, it's very far from the big city Toronto mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. but I think my lucky stars that I was born there I have lots of friends and family back home and um, I actually just had one of my best friends from back home he's a musician uh, he's a artist and he moved out here to pursue music so I do some social branding and social media strategic management etc for um, artist development So,
0: yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, like one of the things that brought us together, I mean, the way you and I met, you know, we both worked at Good Life Fitness. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you're a trainer. So you like I was I mean, I've been working at Good Life throughout like my university career and everything. And uh, you came in this year um, from B.C., right? Straight from B.C. to Toronto.
1: No. So I moved here. Almost five years ago now.
0: Oh, so you've been in Toronto for five years, eh?
1: Yeah. So I moved here with my now Mm -hmm. ex-girlfriend. But we moved here in, I can't remember what year it was exactly, but it was the year after I finished high school. I did some traveling when I finished school and then I came down here with her um, and she's a dancer. So Mm -hmm. I kind of followed her down here to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, She was leaving and she pretty much said, hey, I'm leaving. And I said, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, <like> I'm, <laughs> I'm joining. Coming. I'm, I'm coming in this car with you. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we packed it up, came down here, and uh, we lived in like this tiny ass little bachelor suite in a mm. basement uh-huh. on James Street. Yeah. Um, it was super small. Our bed came out of the wall. Our kitchen was basically in our bedroom. Our living room was our bedroom. And we had two little windows, um, but it was like the best. It's the best thing. Oh, yeah.
0: You enjoy those little moments you have together. And, like, you know, on the come up, you know, you took a big risk to come all the way to Ontario,
1: Toronto, out of all the places, right? Yeah. I mean, I give a lot of my, I guess you could say, successes that I've had so far down here. And a lot of the the good things that have come to me, I definitely thank her for. Because Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have came out here.
0: Yeah, man. So if you
1: ever see this, Ash... I appreciate you. (laughs) Thank
0: you for bringing Lucas here, like, you know, connecting us. Um, Uh, It's a blessing having here, man, like, for sure. Thank you. And, you know, one of the things, like, we connected with over, like, we used to work at Good Life is just the simmer mentality, right? Uh, You know, like, when I first met you, you know, you're kind of, like, getting acclimated at Good Life and, you know, you kind of, like, you know, and then you told me, like, yo, I'm doing this thing with uh, this – app like in my app like this ring that you had on and you showed me the commercial and also my friend amanda was in the commercial oh you know amanda and everything yeah so like how like did you even start sky because i was really impressed with like the uh, the type of technology you guys are building with that
1: okay so you know what once my laptop charges even i can toss the (coughs) commercial on so Mm -hmm. we can kind of see it but so (coughs) i used to live after me um and ashley lived in that small little bachelor pad, we moved into an apartment building Mm -hmm. a little bit. I wouldn't say a little bit. It was definitely an upgrade. We were like in a nice suite on the 25th floor. We had a great roommate, Lindsay. She was awesome. Um, Ashley and Lindsay were friends through their dance program that they were Mm -hmm. doing. Um, And then Lindsay became like one of my best friends as well in the city. But uh, to get into the building, you needed to use a key fob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even when you entered the elevator, you had to use a key fob to get to your floor because the buildings are starting to be more high security now. It's a three-building complex. It was very new. There was probably about 3,000 people who live in the building.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I needed to get an extra key fob for my roommate because technically there were three of us living in a two-bedroom apartment, which mm-hmm. wasn't allowed, but we needed to save money on rent somehow. Exactly. So we were in that situation where we needed a new key fob so she could get into the building or I could get in whatever. And they were trying to charge us $80 for the key fob. And I was like, there's no way that this tiny key fob is worth $80 bucks or this chair is super uncomfortable. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. so I went online, did a little bit of research, <clears throat> and I actually met a guy in the building. And he said, Lucas, you should check this key fob out. Um, and he introduced me to RFID Mm -hmm. as a system. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was actually with one of my friends at the time from college. Do you tell like like what RFID stands for? Uh, so RFID Mm -hmm. is radio frequency identification. So anytime you go into like a gym or, um, when you pay debit, Mm -hmm. debit, when you use tap, It's about, it's pretty much the same thing It's a radio frequency. So it involves no battery and it involves, it's waterproof essentially. Um, so he showed me these glorified key fobs, I guess you could say. And I was like, wow, this is super cool. And I'm with my buddy from school and we went back up to my apartment and he went home and I was at home and he gave me a call later that night. He was like, Lucas, we should turn this into a business. Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah
0: and why not like why not turn into a business like did you guys have like who was like the um,
1: supplier of like the product like you know so we didn't have any idea Mm -hmm. we had no knowledge in technology we're literally two second year college business administration students yeah like business administration at the end of the day is like it is not super amazing yeah, to come yeah. out. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: You're just studying business, you're just learning like the fundamentals of like marketing, finance. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, and it's not like I was getting my master's in something in like um like technology, like some sort of engineering yeah. program. Like specialized, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no like
0: specialization.
1: That. No, I was just doing a business administration diploma, advanced diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yes. That's a great idea. Year so in. what do we need to do? We need to talk to this guy who just introduced this to us and pitch him mm-hmm. to join the company. So we go to this guy and the next day we pitched him to join the company mm-hmm. to, to say, look, man, you just be our back end and we'll do everything else. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. marketing, website, all this stuff. We'll figure it out. And we had no idea what the fuck we were doing, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. we're mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just to... Noobs, I guess you could say. Um, And he was like, okay, sounds good. So that was awesome. We worked together, me and my friend from college. And then, and this is where some lessons might be learned through this whole thing because I feel like a lot of people are starting businesses with their friends from college, etc. Mm-hmm. And this guy was my best friend from college at the time. Oh man, this doesn't sound good. Man. I know, right? Yeah. You know when it's going downhill. Yeah. So, my best friend from college at the time. And you really think you know someone, but you don't really know someone until you've been around them for like a long enough period of time we'd only known each other for two years but we spent a lot of time together Mm -hmm. went to school together etc and all of a sudden he got super flaky like wasn't coming to meet etc yeah and would just kind of leave so all of a sudden he goes on like a two-month trip to africa
0: that's out of nowhere. It doesn't even let you know. Out
1: of nowhere, bro. I'm telling you, this guy drops out of school, goes on this excursion to Africa for like <laughs> two months. Wow, wow. And I'm like, okay. So that's how it is. Like, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. There's no way that this is going to work. So he comes back and I'm trying to be like, whatever, we talk. Try to be diplomatic. Try, trying to like, to yeah, know. try to like, because
0: like, you, you kind of need him as well too. like you know.
1: Well, honestly, I didn't
0: need him at all. But like, he's a partner still he's, regardless. Yeah. Like, you can't just on get paper, rid of him. Yeah. It
1: says this guy on the business license, this guy owns sure. 50% of the yeah. company. So he comes back and I'm super diplomatic. Like you said, we're good. And I, that's the type of guy I am. Like, trying you know, to move on, trying sp- to get...
0: Turn to progress. Yeah, uh,
1: exactly. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep this thing going. And I'm also new in the business world. I should, if me looking back now, I would have, if I could tell myself, well, I wouldn't make myself change anything because I learned from it. Mm-hmm. But if I could tell myself one thing, it would be cut your ties quick and don't think twice about it. Right. Like, just go, just move, keep so moving. You guys to spot the red flags early,
0: especially it, in business. You know, I've learned hard as well, like, you know, with my previous partner as well too you know there's some signs i saw there in terms of co- like commitment was there but just in terms of like belief in what we're doing mm-hmm. you could see that's not going to be sustainable in the long haul right mm-hmm. so it's very hard especially when you build that bond with that person it's just like how do you how do we move on from this right so
1: i mean i don't know for you like when he came back what did he say like you know what, like well, this was the thing, right? Is he's like, yeah, I needed to clear my head, whatever, this and that, mm-hmm. etc." So I'm like, okay. I give him a chance to come back in and do his thing. Yeah. Okay. So I've never told this story on camera before. And I've never told it because i it's definitely a different story, and mm-hmm. it's not very conventional. So what happened was I'm in the building, okay, and I'm trying to sell my product to anyone who will buy it in the gym, the the smart rings mm-hmm. and the smart wristbands, because we can use them in in um, commercial real estate facilities mm-hmm. that you would need a key fob to get in. Yeah. Exactly. So instead of paying 80 bucks from the front desk, come to me and mm-hmm. I'll do it in five minutes for 40 bucks cash, mm-hmm. or we'll do three for a hundred. And it cost me next to nothing for one of these fobs. Yeah. Um, so I'm selling it to this guy in the building. And there were two very big African twins. They're like six, five, six, seven. They're Nigerian, sorry. And they're in the gym every day, training every day. They're work. <laughs> Jacked, bro. You see them at Starbucks every day because there's a Starbucks in the building. Yeah. They're never working. They mm-hmm. drive matching Bentleys, and the Bentleys had their company names on the license plates. Yeah. So, everyone in the building is like, Who are these guys? Like, Mm -hmm. these guys are, you know, they got it
0: good, they got it, they know what they're doing, they're living, they're eating good, oh, yeah, they're healthy, they're looking less, you know, (laughs) living
1: every day. These guys are in the gym with a new pair of trainers on, like, living, just eating good, bro. So, oh, yeah, but don't be fooled, right? Mm -hmm. So, so I approach this guy and I'm like, Hey, can I can I bug you for a minute and show you something? Yeah. Cause I know whatever this guy does, he's high up in whatever he does. He's got money coming in. And these are the type of people who I'm trying to pitch my product to for investment. Mm -hmm. And I was 19 at the time. So like, just let me just put that out there as well. I was 19 when I, when this was happening. And I said, hey, man, can I bug you for a sec? He's in the gym working out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like a small, tiny little dude, like, walking around the gym, like, low-key trying to sell fobs Mm -hmm. to make my 40 bucks cash here and there so I can buy some pizza or buy whatever, you know what I mean? Or get some extra drinks on the weekend. Exactly. Or take my girl out on a, you know know what I mean? Live like a cool Toronto lifestyle. Exactly, man.
0: Just make money coming in, selling product, bro.
1: So, without having a boss telling me what to do. Anyways. Mm. So I he goes, wow, Lucas, this is amazing. Like this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've never seen anything like like this before. He goes, I had the opportunity to invest in Tesla when it was just a beginning starter stage company. Mm-hmm. Me and my brother, and we didn't, and mm-hmm. we've been kicking ourselves in the ass ever since. And I, I'm like, my brain is like We're like yes oh, i hit the jackpot oh my god I'm i got like my dancing. guy yeah so <laughs> so i'm like okay he's like we have to set up a meeting so we said set, he sets up a meeting with with us and we meet and he's like okay what do you like what do you guys need like, well we need capital and aside from that I, I need help strategic partner-wise. Like mentorship. I, yeah, and I need mentorship. I need someone who can tell me when I'm screwing up. Someone who can tell me when I'm putting my energy into the wrong areas. Mm. Someone who can tell me, no, Lucas, like stop whatever the hell it is you're doing right now because it's not correct. Mm-hmm. Because you never want to be the smartest guy in the room. And at the time, I felt like I was in the circle of people that I was working with in my company, mm-hmm. which is how it is at the start when you make a company. Like, you're probably going to be the smartest guy in the room because it's not easy to meet a bunch of super it takes time to network to, to and make, make
0: connections. those connections man it's it's
1: hard it's super it's hard. hard and 4 years later I'm finally starting to do that mm-hmm. 4 years later so anyways so I'm like this is what I need and they're like okay we can help you we are going to give you cash we don't want any percent of the company we don't want anything we just want you to pay us when everything comes together. So what we do in my company is we do smart homes and wearable access control technology. Mm -hmm. That access control system they told me they were going to put in an apartment building that they were building. These two twins. These two twins. They do commercial real estate investment. Mm -hmm. So what they do is people invest their money into them, they buy units and then they sell the units and give the people who invested them money a percentage of the sale of what they made Mm -hmm. on the unit. Yeah. So it basically is an easy way for somebody who doesn't know a whole lot about the real estate market to say, Oh, these are two trusting guys who have rapport. I can give them $50,000. They're going to put it in an investment for me into a real estate, a piece of real estate. Then when they sell that, I'm going to get this X back. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is awesome. This is amazing. I'm literally, I, I'm like, I literally cried, bro. Jeez. Like, I'm in my room, like, crying. This is I'm like, like, this is... Heaven sent, man.
0: Honestly, like, because take it in. You meet these two guys. They they not only have money that you need. They work in real estate, which your product is applicable in. And That's our biggest taking, market. Yeah, like, man, you know, to me, when you're telling me this, it sounds too good to be true. Woo! Because... You know, like, I mean, everything like that has a catch, right? especially for someone to give you like money like that real quick. I mean, I don't know
1: the due diligence they did on you, but. So that's the thing. I'm 19 years old. I've never heard of the word due diligence
2: mm-hmm.
1: in my life. I'm like, yeah, you hear due diligence, this, that. My dad says it, this, whatever, but business due diligence. The whole other beast. Everything. Whole other beast. I'm looking at these guys' websites. I'm I'm calling my dad. Dad, I'm gonna be a fucking millionaire. You're amped. I'm 19, Dad. You're gonna be able to retire. 30 under 30.
0: 30 under
1: 30. I'm coming you're coming my way. This is gonna be the best days of my fucking life. Mm -hmm. I'm amped, bro. I'm, like, literally, I can, it's funny talking about it, because I can see it from, like, a bird's eye view in my head. I'm dancing in my apartment building. You see yourself, With my friend from college, because I brought him back in. Yeah. Okay? We're dancing. You guys are... (laughs) We're ecstatic. Bro, I'm even getting ouch,
0: because I can put myself in that position. Like, when I get that partnership, the, the money, like, that synergy together, it just seems like it was meant to be...
1: I'm like, I'm gonna be the next Steve fucking jobs. Yeah, yeah. For sure. This is it. I'm gonna be able to go home, buy my mom the little beetle that she's wanted, the convertible beetle that mm-hmm. she's wanted for so long. I'm gonna be able to send my nonno, my grandfather, yeah, to Mexico to get stem cell injections so that he can live for maybe a couple years longer. Mm-hmm. This or fix his arthritis in his hand you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm little things that some people don't really think about when they, because sometimes they're thinking about making money for the wrong reasons. But my Mm. reasons for making money are in line with proper things. Like I know exactly. And whether you believe that or not, when you speak with me or whatnot, whether you think my intentions are to do so or not is Mm. totally based upon yourself. And you can project those things onto me. I know what I'm going to do when I fucking make it. I know. I know. Because yeah. I visualize it. I see it in my life. Mm. So I'm thinking this is going to happen. And I'm like, it's over. So they're helping me. They're giving me a little bit of money, one, two, here and there to help me with whatever I need. All cash, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, hey, okay, product's ready to go. Let's put it in the building. Mm-hmm. They're like, Lucas, we're having problems with the zoning bylaws. We're, we're trying to get the zoning right now. We can't. So the building of the of the complex is taking some time, so we're not ready to put your product into the building. Mm-hmm. i like, okay, that's cool, I'm ready when it's ready. Mm-hmm. So I'm like chilling, not chilling, like selling the fobs and stuff like that.
0: But you're waiting for this building to go Wait, up. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Other people that live in my building, I'm gonna double check if my video's still running. Yeah, it is. Other people that live in my building, mm-hmm are giving these guys cash investments
0: living in your building Living
1: in my building
0: to go to this other to, to invest in the new property to, building yes
1: okay to invest in the new building all of a the sudden they're like look lucas they're they're skipping meetings we're not meeting and we live in the same building i was working out with these guys we're training together i'm looking up to these guys as business mentors as personal development mentors as Bro, I asked this guy what cologne he was wearing one day. He said, Lucas, don't worry about it. You can't afford it. Rah.
0: The guy said that
1: too. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's the level, that's the level that these level. guys are at. They're yeah. like, look, Lou, just hold out hold yourself down you can't afford it mm-hmm. like you're going to get there don't worry but just don't even worry about the level that we're on right now because you're on the bench you're on the court you're on the court but you're on the bench yeah. you haven't Yeah. pushed your way over the sideline into the court yet where the real players are You're in not the in the same play. league
0: you're not you're,
1: in the league You're not you're shooting the in the
0: same basket as them bro
1: No so <laughs> different <I'm> like, bracket <laughs> yeah so I'm like okay whatever all right yeah so they say, Lucas, you're moving too fast for us. We mm-hmm. don't think we can work with you because we don't want to hold you back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Bro, I'm crushed. Crushed. I'm like, they don't want to work with me. What did I do? Like, why? How why isn't this working out anymore? what can I what did I screw up on I'm looking internally at myself like how could I have made this better for myself or for them so that they wanted to stay or mm-hmm. whatever it might be and three months later f- five months later mm-hmm. and me and my partner the guy from college he ended up doing his own thing and we split mm-hmm. okay so, That's a whole story for another day. He split, and we I'm no investors on my own. Heartbroken pretty much. Like a girl, like a guy who just got broken up with by like the fucking hottest girl in high school. Mm. You know what I mean? That felt like for me, like when Kawhi left the Raptors, bro. I was crushed, bro. (sighs) Like I was sad. And now times that by 50 like you could have literally because i could have been on the in my mind i could have at that raptors final i mm. should have been on the court seat
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: sitting right behind or beside drake or whoever because yeah. i should have been the fucking guy bro i yeah. thought i was gonna be there yeah 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 you know what i mean so when i look at shit even now i'm like ah. so like but if- so wait so wait let okay, me get okay. into this so Five months later, yeah. I have a new partner. His name's Nathan. He's the partner I have to this day. He's my guy. My brother Like mm-hmm. would literally do anything for me, and I would do the same for him. Mm-hmm. He's got a beautiful little daughter. She's one of the biggest motivators in his life, and it's honestly something that pushes me, too, to bring this company to what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So we, We're partnered now. And Nate knew these guys, too, because they all lived, Nate lived in the building as well. And it's a small community. community. yeah. And Nate's in the gym, too, every day. If you, you'll meet my partner one day. He's about six, two or six, three. Yeah. Ripped. He's an actor. He was an actor. He's been on, he was on Suits. He's been in Chevy commercial, et cetera. Doing it all. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, He's about nine or ten years older than me. Mm Mm-hmm. Is awesome. So we're in the building and all of a sudden, one day, 25 people show up to get their keys to a unit in the building. And this is in December, mm-hmm. the month before Christmas or mm-hmm. whatever, or two months before. Maybe it wasn't in December. Um, maybe it was in November, whatever. 25 different people show up to get keys to the same unit. So what they did was they posted an ad on Kijiji for their Mm -hmm. units Mm -hmm. and then they told all these people, yeah, bring first and last month's rent and we'll give you the keys to the unit. They'll be with concierge on this Mm -hmm. date. So they told that to 20 people for the same unit. So they took 20 times first and last month's rent. It's an expensive building. It was like two grand a month. Mm -hmm. So 12 times four grand or 20 times four grand, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From all these... People who can't afford to lose three grand, two, mm-hmm. four grand, mm-hmm. just normal people who are like, oh, I'm moving into this building. They screwed over so many people. Okay. So we find this out on that day. They go to their units to check where they are. The matching Bentleys gone. Their lockers in the bottom of their storage lockers gone are like emptied out. Mm-hmm. Their, apart- their condos emptied out.
0: Nothing's in there.
1: These guys are gone. Vanished. Okay? So now take this in. I know an investment banker in the building. She's an amazing she's if James Bond Mm -hmm. had a girlfriend or a wife. This is this girl. Okay? If James Bond had a wife, this would be her. And so she rolls with this. Big investment group. And she, she let me in to know that there were big investors, big players in Toronto, just businessmen who have cash sitting around, mm-hmm. who were giving these guys lump sums of cash mm-hmm. to launder it through their building. Mm. So these guys were not only, didn't only screw over these people yeah for the rooms but they were taking big time player investor business owner money in briefcases of like hundreds Hundreds of thousands of dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars bro no no word of a lie hundreds of thousands of dollars and they're like okay yes you give us the money we'll build the unit and when, or we'll build the apartment complex. When the apartment complex is done, we'll give you a unit. Mm-hmm. So they're basically flipping their money into real estate. They're their untaxed money. <sighs> so yeah, these guys are gone. Boom, video on the news. Where are these guys? Video on the biggest newscast in Toronto, or the biggest news station in Toronto. Front.
0: So that's <laughs> show photos video.
1: At photos, face photos, everything. Damn. Everything. Yeah. Yo, you dodged a bullet, man. Bro, I you I dodged called a my major dad. I dodged bullet. dad. I dodged the biggest bullet of my life and here I am crying. Thinking you lost it all. Thinking I lost it all. In reality, I could not see. The blessing that whatever the higher is power, out there yeah, was putting in front of me—the absolute blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into the company. Now me and Nate have been rolling. We've been doing our thing. We got our first commercial contract with mm-hmm. a building in Mississauga. We've been. We have over six hundred plus uh, residential users throughout Toronto. Mm-hmm. We're booming right now. We just went out to Silicon Valley in search of investment. We met some great people. We networked a bunch. We just recently um, brought on a new partner. Um, so we met some amazing people. We uh, we got a chance to network and to pitch some investors, etc. Yeah, went very well. We had some great feedback. Um, now we're back developing our team a little bit more. We recently uh, partnered with a company Gruyform, and mm-hmm. what they do is software development front and back end, et cetera. Yeah. But fortunately <clears throat> one of the head partners has been kind of mentoring mm-hmm. me a little bit, showing me some podcasts, etc. cetera. He's a Harvard grad. He's a software engineer. Uh, his, I mean, whatever, it doesn't really matter, but he's very in the industry, Mm -hmm. very high up there. And he's shows me a league that I'm like, Whoa, every time, like I was on, he's in Korea right now working with another client. mm -hmm. And I Skype called him to iron out some details because he's going to come to San Francisco with us to pitch with us to these investors. Yeah. And, uh, Every time I get off of the phone with him. the Skype call with him, yeah, my head is literally spinning. And the other night, for the first night ever, for the first time in my life ever, I'm like, whoa! I feel out of my league. Like you feel outclassed? No, 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 not outclassed. Like, but I was like. I didn't go to Harvard. I'm not a software engineer, engineer, dev- developer. Mm-hmm. Like, who the fuck am I? Like, what do you do? Like, what am I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm sitting on the couch asking myself. Hey, what, and what? it's 1230 at night after I just did 50 different things for my company, worked all day, went mm-hmm. to the gym, did this, all these amazing things. I'm sitting there on the couch. I'm like, what? Like, what value do you yeah. bring? How am I here? Yeah. Like, what did I, how did I get here from being this little kid back home in this small little plate? Like, I don't necessarily belong here. And it sucked. It was like shit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is what it's like to truly not be the smartest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. And I fucking loved it. You know, like, the thing is, like, when they say,
0: you know, not be the smartest guy in the room, I always want to have, like, a contrarian view on that. What if the smart guys who you're working with don't want to be in the same room as you because they feel as if, like, they are smarter than you? You know what I mean? Like, if you really look at it, like, the other way around, like, what value
1: does, like, you not being the smartest guy in the room bring to the smarter guys in the room? That's the thing, right? Is and that was the amazing thing that I came to the realization of after feeling like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, I do bring value." Yeah, I built this whole fucking thing. It was you from the, the ground. You're the visionary. I create the vision of all of this. Yeah. I built this. Yeah. Now it's getting so big and out of my hands that I can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. I need a team. Mm-hmm and i'm like i want a team where i'm not the smartest guy in the room because i can't be the smartest software developer i don't know how to do the back end stuff but and this is what he said to me too because i'm on skype with him last night and i'm like Anselm, i i have to be honest with you man i'm i if i have a blank look on my face it's because i'm just still trying to Take it, all of in. this in like we had gone through an hour and 45 minute conversation of software dev- development IT technical knowledge sp- language and I'm not fluent in that language yet not even close and I'm like my head is literally spinning. and he's like Lucas look if you even picked up half of what I told you tonight I'll be more than happy <laughs> he's like that's not your job He's like, this, this is exactly why I'm here. This is not your job. He's like, you have to be the Steve Jobs of this company.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You go and you sell the vision. You guys do the shit. Steve Wozniak mm-hmm. was not the guy who was on stage Pitching. presenting the new products for Apple, mm-hmm. selling the vision, bringing to the people what the product truly can be. You know what I mean? I hear you. Not everyone can do that. He's like, that's what you need to do. Just focus on doing that. Mm -hmm. Grow your team out so you can take less time. And this is the great part about having an advisor, a business advisor, someone who is smarter than you. Grow your team. Delegate more work. Mm -hmm. Do things like, so recently I've started delegating more work. I've been growing my team. Now there's six of us. And things like graphic design, I don't necessarily have to worry about anymore. Mm -hmm. Things like sales, target lists, email contracts, stuff that is like low bottom end stuff that you don't want to have to be doing like super tedious, annoying stuff. Mm -hmm. I have people to do that. Mm -hmm. And now I'm not wrapping my head around being like, why am I so stressed out all the time doing a hundred million things that I shouldn't even be focusing on? And why are we not getting traction? Because I'm not, putting my best foot forward in the area, in my area of expertise, yeah, expertise, yeah. which is being the Steve jobs of mm-hmm. the company, which is selling this product and selling the vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, for me, it came, it took a lot of times to come to term with even putting that in the same sentence, mm-hmm. like me and Steve jobs, uh, I am the same as Steve. But then I remember myself last night on the couch or two nights ago on the couch with my head in my ass, feeling bad for myself, like I didn't go to Harvard, What? where do I, fuck that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. Nah, I wasn't here to go to Harvard, that's mm. not my story, my story is not, he did this and his dad paid for him to go to Harvard and then this happened, and bro, don't get me wrong, if you went to Harvard and all that stuff, all the power to you, it's amazing. I'm, I wish I could have had the intelligence to do something mm. like that, but that's not my story.
0: Yeah, man, like, everybody has their own thing that they do well. Like, even for me, uh, especially being in tech and, like, starting out, like, building Sneaker Deck, I was like, yo, like, I don't really know how to build this website. I don't know how to build this app. But over time, you learn, but you know that's not your, like, core strength. You're like, okay, what are my core strengths? Okay, my core strengths, I'm a great salesperson. I'm a great marketer, and I know how to like galvanize a team towards like an end. Mm-hmm. And once I focused on that, I was like, "Okay, let me get the best guys to come in, and like we can do something together." And same thing as you, man. Like you stop feeling like that because you know, like, hey, they're great at what they do. They can't really do me. But mm-hmm. once you have that all together, because mm-hmm. the thing money. is,
1: the thing is, is the people that you choose to work with you at the end of the day are a reflection of you. Exactly. This anything that this company does is a reflection of no one else but me. Mm-hmm. If you screw up while you're on a sales thing, someone pisses you off in traffic. You get out of the car and all of a sudden you smash their window with the mm-hmm. sky shirt on. That's not a reflection of the employee who did that it's at a reflection Sky of That's an inf- reflection of the company culture at Sky Inc., which are, <laughs> is a reflection directly of myself. Mm-hmm. So the team that I've chosen so far is of the highest regard and I can trust them to be a reflection of me when, when my back is turned, you know what I mean? When they are out representing the company, mm-hmm. when they are putting together documents for me, when they are doing target lists, I know, Oh, these are all going to be updated. This and that, this mm-hmm. is all legit because Pratik was doing this for me. Mm-hmm. And I chose Pratik to do it for me because that's what he's good at. He's great at it. I'm not good at that. But you know what I am good at? I can go in and talk to the property manager. Mm -hmm. Talk to her for hours and leave there with some sort of contractual deal coming out with a meeting, something like that. Mm. So if you can get me those target lists, P, head of sales, Pratik, then I will take that target list and bang out there and go out and sell to these people because that's what i do i sell the vision mm-hmm. i talk to the property manager i sell the vision for sure
0: and like what have been some of your
1: challenges
0: like as in uh building the company and you know getting it to like this place where you know it's kind of smooth sailing you know you gotta sell a team uh you know you recently
1: got some investment right well like, no no no, we haven't got an investment yet. Mm-hmm. We went to Silicon and we met some great investors. Mm-hmm. So we're still in the process of working things out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but we are very hopeful that it should be coming through sometime. Okay. So
2: it's, some not, official, sort of, yeah.
1: it's not official. Some sort of investment should be coming through. Um, but... I don't want to say anything until yeah, anything's on paper. Yeah, for sure, man. Paper. you got like, you you to like keep what I mean? your mouth shut. Exactly. Because it's, you know, and that's, um, yeah. Let me just double check with my cameras. I don't want this to give out while we're saying something important.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely, bro. So <clears throat> um, what were you saying? Sorry. Yeah, man, like challenges. Because I know like us working together, like, you know, we used to speak a lot about, um, you know, building our companies together and how challenging it is. Because I feel like, you know, one of the things that I realize and you realize as well, too, is, you know, getting to that next level takes like a lot of like effort and time and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like a lot of people are in that same stage like where, you know, they're working a job and they're trying to build a company. Right. Because you still need income. You know, mm-hmm. you can't disregard your job mm-hmm. to go build a company because you don't have nothing yet. Like speak about that because you know, it's such a common thing. I mean, we went through it mm-hmm. right until like we found our opportunities right now, which allowed us to leave our jobs. But how's that like for you? You know, you know, being a personal trainer and as well, like, you know, building sky and like now that you've left your job, like, mm-hmm. you know, how's life like after that? And how was
1: life then and how's life like now? So I guess building a company with a job is Probably, it it depends on the job you have. Mm -hmm. What I found was my biggest problem is I was being I was a personal trainer, Mm -hmm. and with my personality, I'm very high energy. And when I'm in the gym, I'm in the gym. You're in the zone, yeah. To and I'm gonna push you so hard, so hard. Um, I might yell at you. I might scream at you. I might. I probably got so many complaints for swearing and for dropping weights and for having my clients do these things. But my clients at the end of the day had amazing results. They loved coming to the gym and they were pumped and they were Mm. devastated that I left the gym. Um, but that job was so physically demanding for me that I was working 40 hours a week, um, at the gym for 40 hours a week. And then trying to go do sky, not only being mentally tired, but being physically tired, which is something where when your body is shutting, shutting down, down, yeah, your mind is going to go with it. So if I worked, because when you're training people as a personal trainer, I'm training people around their work schedules. So it's six in the morning, seven in the morning to nine. And then I got nine to three is like a break mm-hmm. or nine to 12 is a break. And then people come... For their lunch hour. So I'm like 12 to 1. And then all of a sudden it's 4 to 5. Or 4, 4 to 8 at night or whatever it might be. So now you're at the gym for it feels like 12 hours a day. 15 hours a day. And you're like, how? I didn't even get paid. for
0: Because you're prospecting.
1: Because Well, because you're looking for new clients. You're trying mm-hmm. to do whatever it might be. But even in between sessions, it's not like you can go... For some people, for me, I'm fortunate I live close to the gym. Hmm. It's not like you can just leave and come back. You know what I mean? So the biggest struggle was just energy-wise, and that all comes down to do you really want it bad enough? Because in my opinion, the best times are right after the shittiest times. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So when I was working at that job, Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I loved my manager. Mm -hmm. His name's, uh, like, whatever. His name's Ray. He was one of the best. He was the best manager I've ever had. Great guy. In my whole working life. Yeah. Best manager I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually learned a lot from him, to be honest. So Mm -hmm. it was tough for me to leave the job. Mm -hmm. But... Do you want it bad enough to go to the gym every day, or to go to your job, whether it's sales or whatnot? Come home, no. eat probably some shitty food because you don't want to make a bunch of dishes because you're so tired. Mm-hmm. You don't want to cook a bunch of food. Or you go pick you're up, so up some tired, food, you go or buy you spend some... way more than you should on food <laughs> at fast food, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're making, you're putting yourself even a step further behind because your body's now tired, your mind's tired and now you're feeding it something shitty and then you're going home. And now the time, the eight hours of your day, that's truly the opportunity where you get to work on your own project and product mm-hmm. after work and working for some other fuck. Um, <laughs> you don't have the true mindset that you should because now you're tired, you have shitty food, whatever. Yeah. But it's just sticking to that program, doing it every day, no matter how shitty you feel like, man, I've been doing this for four years. I didn't get a contract. I didn't get a big commercial contract for four years. And still, I'm like, it's not like, yeah, I I own my own business and I'm running my own business, but man, I am still like, not, it's not like, this is a huge misconception people have. Huge misconception. Business owners and people who have employees and are running their own business, their businesses are profitable. Mm -hmm. Not the case. Mm -hmm. There's multi-million dollar companies who are in debt. Mm -hmm. Very in debt. There's a very big startup company that's, um, works in, in good life in the same building that we were working with. Mm -hmm. They're a meditation company. They're, they're, they're millions of dollars invested in an investor, so yes, they have money. An investor has given them $24 million, $50 million, but their business is not profitable. They're not making money to pay their employees. Mm-hmm. They're paying their employees with the investment money. The whole team, the whole shebang is based off investment money. It's not based off revenue coming in and being generated by the business. So one thing is... It has been four years of not necessarily being revenue positive Mm -hmm. and having to have another job and this and that. But, bro, I believe in it so much. Three years ago, I stopped having flashbacks. And I swear to God, man, I started having these weird flash forwards. It's like, what's ahead? Like, I'm just seeing what's ahead of me. It's like, you're not even looking back. Bro, I don't even think I'm – like my brain doesn't work the same way anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm so focused on going forward. Like I, and, and whatever people are probably like, this guy's a idiot. man, I swear to God, I do not have flashbacks like that anymore. It's always like, I'll sometimes have a dream where I'm like, Whoa, that was nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm going to be at. That's me. That's who I am. Yeah. Because Jeez. I visualize and I see it so much. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So that's what got me through working another job and then grinding in my own thing on the side after mm-hmm. I worked all those hours, etc. I just mm-hmm. wanted it. I know this is going to work. Mm-hmm. I know that this is going to work. I can confidently say if I keep putting my time into this, mm-hmm. it's going to work. 90, and I'm going to check my camera because I want to make sure I get this stat on camera. 90, 90 or whatever percent of all startups fail. 90. Something even more than I that. Think it
0: like, I think it's like 93 or it's something like, like that. It's like
1: something yeah. in the 90s mm-hmm. after one or two years, but definitely before five years. Mm-hmm. This is going to be... Next year is going to be our fifth year in business with this company. So say what you want, whatever it might be. But it has been hard. Mm -hmm. It's been time consuming. I've had long sleepless nights. Ask my roommates. I'm the first one awake and the last one asleep. It that's just the way it goes. It's man. just the hustle, man. It's just the hustle because bro, I want it so bad. Bad. Yeah. I would literally kill for it.
0: Man, I can so like and man, this is why like you and I just hit it like right from the beginning. Because the same way you feel, it's like the same energy I carry every single day. It's just like every day you're visualizing yourself creating that startup, like it becoming huge, right? Serving so many people, like Ashley. Bringing joy in people's lives and, you know, you getting those, like, financial rewards that come from, like, actually building a startup. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being a Good Life, you know, I think, oh, you're there for, like, a year, but, you know, I was there no, for... I No,
1: de- I was at Good Life for three months. Three months? Oh, you're... Yo, three months. Three months I was at Good Life. Really? In and out. I didn't even get my certification. Jeez, yo. Like, yo, I've been there for...
0: Since I start first year university, like in sales, and I moved to like motivator front desk, and like this is like me juggling the same way you're doing with Sky, like I'm doing with Sneaker Deck, like by any means necessary, it's like you have to get this thing done. Like, bruh. I had school, you know, I was with my girlfriend too. I'm building this thing with two other people. Like imagine like the mental, like it's like you have to compartmentalize every single thing. It's like because that that drive that vision it just takes you to the next level like bro i'm not sleeping
1: i'm nope. i'm putting in work bro i so 10 months ago now so a year ago now i got back from europe mm-hmm. okay i was in europe for a month a month and a half i have lots of friends and family down there mm-hmm. and i like to go down there to kind of clear my head every once in a while
2: mm-hmm.
1: um I get back from Europe. I break up with my girlfriend of five years. Damn. I move out of our beautiful apartment into a house with five friends, but it's a shit house. Downtown Toronto, but it's a shit house. From the 25th floor to this. Mm -hmm. I... Dropped out of school and I quit the job that I had at the time, the retail job that was helping me get by to buy. buy- what job were buy- you? Today at, at Exclusity, a clothing store. Oh,
0: you used work at Exclusity? Yeah. Oh, no, so wait. If you ever want a,
1: a discount, let me know. Oh, bless it up, man. So, my girl, me and my girl broke up. The girl who I moved here with, who was like my whole life, mm-hmm. we broke up. I dropped out of school. Moved into a shithole of a house with five friends and uh, quit my job. And I'm like, whoa, how the fuck did I get here?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No job, shit house, no girl, no. I'm like, what? Whoa. Like, this is it. This is what I wanted. This is what you wanted, This is man. what I said I wanted. Be careful what you ask for you because sometimes you it, end man. up with it. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to put all my eggs in the basket. What I end up doing, I ended up losing my girl, losing a great house, losing my degree, losing my job. But I fucking put it on the line, man. Mm-hmm. And you're still putting it and, on the line. And I'm still putting it on the line. But yeah. now I'm here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was a fucking mm-hmm. smile. Mm-hmm. I'm here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I thank my I thank my ex for everything. Mm-hmm. I I thank myself that I fucking worked so hard and pushed through that time. It was the one of the worst times of my life. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even want to tell my mom. I still haven't. I couldn't even tell my mom's. What do you like? What did you want to tell her? Because I didn't want her to worry. She's hundred miles away. All my family lives back home in BC. Right? In BC,
0: yeah, I'm
1: the only one out here. I didn't want my mom to worry about me. I didn't want my dad to worry. Like, I didn't want my family to worry about me. I wanted... To just, Lucas is doing good. We don't have to worry about Lucas. He's going to be good no matter what. And that's always been the thing. We, we don't have to worry about Lucas. Like, when you decided to break up with your girl, right? Leave
0: school. Like, you don't know, move out of your nice, you know, mm-hmm. comfortable apartment. How many months before were you thinking of doing these moves? To arrive at that position where you're like, I'm going to decide to do this and go along Because, you know, I always say when someone acts on something, mm-hmm. it's been a while they've been thinking about doing that, right? For you to, like, say, hey, I'm going to go to Toronto with Ashley. Mm-hmm. That thought had been in your mind for some time to, like, leave BC to go pursue your aspirations, right? So, like, how, like, like was it, like, a like couple months? Was it... Was it like a see? I think what I decision do, that you did, and you're like, boom! I'm I'm doing this, and I'm not looking back.
1: I think what I do is I get an idea, and then I take it full on to the extreme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I need to get out of this city. Let's move. To, let's follow this girl to the biggest city in Canada. Mm-hmm. That's an extreme for me. Uh, like. Literally, so far away from all my family and friends when I grow up in this huge Italian family. A Sunday dinner, every dinner. I love my oh, no, and no, nonna. No. My family's around me every day, big family. Mm-hmm. I'm out here. Mm-hmm. That's an extreme for me. Um, I start this company and I decide to go full in, do whatever it takes to get it done. That's an extreme for me. I say, I need to take this to the next level. And I don't necessarily know what that is, but I think I have an idea of what I need to do. So, I didn't really expect for all of those things to happen. I didn't really expect to drop out and this and that and the third. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, but that's just kind of where I found myself. I needed to take it to the extreme. Because if I don't take it to the extreme and dive in and jump right into it, Mm -hmm. I'm never going to get an extreme result of something amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing great was ever gotten from no risk or no hard work. Yeah. Nothing's ever given. And the people who have stuff given to them, they don't know what to do with it and they're Mm -hmm. not deserving of it. And Mm -hmm. they end up leaving this world with less than what they came in because Mm -hmm. they, they don't know how to... To maintain it and for guys like us when you start down here and you're trying to get up and keep going up you know how to maintain it mm-hmm. i've spent enough money on shoes to know i need to stop spending money on shoes it's a waste of money mm-hmm. but these some people have enough money to spend the, the daddy's money gets them a hundred thousand pairs of shoes so they don't see the expenses of the shoes piling up compared to rent and hydro nothing. and this and that because yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. But 250 on a pair of Air Max 95s, that looks sick, yeah. But now all of a sudden my expenses for the month are up to fucking 1600 bucks instead of the 1400 or the 1350 it could have been. I could have took that 250 and bought a 1-2 stock with it, you know what I mean? But now I've learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's 10 pairs of 97s later. I know what I need to do. You know what I mean? Because I came through the ladder of growth and through the scale of everything. So Um, like you,
0: you know, now you're taking the the extreme risks, right? mm -hmm. Uh, You've got a team together. uh, You know, like what is it that you were doing before and now that you're doing now, that's going to like take you to the next level. Like, you know, what's your current strategy of, you know, like what's your product offering and, you know, how are
1: you are gonna penetrate the market with the product? So right now we are actually finishing out the development of our mobile application. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be the first residential and commercial access control system mm-hmm. available for big size units, commercial facilities and personal access control smart homes, small to big, we'll be able to handle it all. And you'll be able to do it through a mobile device on your phone. So that's the biggest thing that we're building out right now. Now, in terms of risk, I think things have just started to evolve, especially because you start to get a little bit more money to play with. So in terms of going and asking someone for $20,000 down the road at a Toronto investment firm, you can fly to San Francisco like we did and pay to stay for 5 nights and enter pitch competitions and pitch in front of big time people um so the biggest thing that's changing now is we're just putting ourselves out there more mm-hmm. getting ourselves more in the public view not just in Canada but in the states as well we're really trying to build a little name for ourselves out in silicon valley and it's not very easy um but we'll be spending a lot more time there in the next coming months. I'm actually going back again at the end of August. Mm-hmm. So w- right now we're not essentially at the to market stage with the full scalability of the whole company, but we are at the to market stage of the accessories. Yeah. So in that sense because that is in the field already Um, we have a new website. We updated, we came back from San Francisco, like, Whoa, we're a whole new company now. Mm -hmm. Now we know what we need to do. We know what we need to change because the people who've been in the league told us, if you want to get off the bench and onto the court, Mm -hmm. this is what you have to change. So we changed it. Now I personally feel I'm on the court. You're playing in the league with the players. Yeah. LeBron got subbed off. Lucas Steve is Jobs in. is out. Lucas is in. Yeah. Find anyone who's gonna beat us. Now it's like they give me the money, mm-hmm. and I'm in. I'm on the floor. You're in there man. forever, because once you see me on the floor, you're never gonna see me on the bench again. Mm-hmm. Ever. 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 Because I just don't work like that.
0: For sure, man. And, like, you know, like, one thing is, like, you have, like, a very strong belief in your
1: product, right?
0: Like mm-hmm. I mean, you need to have a strong belief in what you're doing. And, I mean, for you to sustain that same belief over four years, right, that's, like, remarkable, you know, because the, the essence of startups, they're very cyclical, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever you think works today is changing tomorrow because just how fast technology moves. But, you know, for you, like, you believe in it so much. Do you ever find yourself, like, you know, where your belief is so, uh, you know, it's so big into what you're doing that, you know, for me, I've never, like, used Sky yet. You know, I'm still going to, like, get it once it's ready in the market. Mm -hmm. And I actually have, like, a place I can use it because, like, my place doesn't need, like, a fob or anything like that. But, you know, as an entrepreneur, there's moments where you look back and you're like, okay, you know what, like, what is our... You know, what is our game plan moving forward? Like, is this really, like, the product for us? You know, like, those moments, like, where you've doubted your product. Did you ever doubt, like, your product, like, as in, is this the one? Is it going to, are we going to really go in the market? Uh, There's other key fobs out there. Uh, You know, like, our competitors are, like, in there. They have, like, market share. Like, you know, these things where, you know, as Kevin O'Leary says, you know, you got to take it back, the back of the barn and shoot it. How did you stop yourself from, you know, not having those thoughts come to you and, like, just stick it out and and get, to you know, to where you are right now? Because, like, failure is part of it, as you said, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And from a business standpoint, on paper, it looks like a failure, right? Mm-hmm. Because you haven't been able to, like, generate revenue, uh, get a team together over the years, you know, because of your story and everything. But, yeah, like, on paper, you guys should be a failure, but you're still going on. Like, what is your vision for your company going forward like what what is your mission and you know what are you guys really looking to accomplish with the product
1: so i honest to god think that when we roll out this product mm-hmm. we by the end of this whole thing by the time they like put me in the thing and put dirt on me uh i'll be able to pass down this company on your children, family, etc. Yeah. It will be a publicly traded company, but I will be passing the torch down. Mm-hmm. Um, but where I see it as is, with the technology that we have, we have the ability to be a household name. We can operate in markets such as commercial res, uh, real estate, residential real estate, uh, military markets, fitness facilities, uh, medical facilities such as hospitals. So hospitals, gyms, schools. Um, living facilities, Mm -hmm. assisted living facilities for, say, old folks' homes, etc. There's an opportunity for us to be in military technology, etc. There's very, very, very... There is a very, very, very large amount of market sectors that we can get into. And I truly believe that once we kind of take over this sector of real estate. Mm -hmm. And we can move into things like hotel chains. Imagine if you went to the Marriott and at every single Marriott, they gave you a ring Mm -hmm. to get in instead of a key card. Or if you went to Dubai, like this is the things that I see going to Dubai, you get the ring for your amazing hotel. That ring can let you into your Lamborghini that you rent. It can let you into your uh, hotel that you have you can pay with the ring you preload your money to it when you purchase the room mm-hmm. you can use it at the casino you can use it to do all you know what i mean i picture us being a company that's situated in a position like an apple like a samsung like a huawei some, these big name companies where it's like whoa these guys made an earth's changing product like That Lucas and those guys at sky they changed the way that People maneuver through the world. They elevated the efficiency of how we use our daily lives It's not easy to create a product that's going to be as revolutionary as an iPhone or as a computer or as an iPad or whatever it might be but I truly believe that because of how much people would use this product on a daily basis, as much as a cell phone, that and because of the importance of all the things that it brings together, such as payment, getting into your house, your car, all these important things, mm-hmm. that we can hit markets and be a publicly traded company and be a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar company, you know what I mean? Yeah. And employ thousands of people and be able to donate millions of dollars to charities and do solar city type projects like Mm. we're a smart technology company we focus in smart access control we are the people who are building these smart homes and these smart apartment buildings that are coming up now in toronto and these solar cities that are being developed etc the community that we live in is the heart of all of this Mm -hmm. and we want to be on the forefront of that and we will be. And I don't doubt it for a second in my mind because I dare anyone to put in as much work as I'm putting in. Try. Just try. Move how I move. <laughs> it, it, and that's just me, maybe, but like that's the way I think it is. Because you're right. Like Samsung could come in and do something like this. hmm that's what I That's want to ask you next.
0: Like, what are your your core competitors? You know, like who are in the same market as you? Like, how far ahead are they? Like in the same product offering, and you know how are you gonna you know get in the market and as
1: well like play in the same league as them. So essentially, right now, there's no competitors that are offering a system that utilizes both wearable accessories mm-hmm. and a smart home mm-hmm. access control system it's either you get something like uh, Ring, have you heard of Ring? Yeah, yeah. my
0: mom has Ring at her as my parents do at the house.
1: Exactly, yeah. so it's either you have something like Ring where it's connected Bluetooth or Wi-Fi through a telephone or a cell phone, whatever it might be, you can put the pin code in, etc. Um, there's companies like that who don't have wearable accessories that you can use to get in. And then there's companies who focus specifically in the wearable accessories and don't have the access control system. Mm -hmm. So we have blended it all together and then taken it one step further and brought it from a commercial scale to a personal scale. So that's where we fit in the niche. We're kind of a blend of both things, and that's where we really think we're going to be able to we're going to be able to build a big following and be the first ones to kind of do what we're doing Mm -hmm. because we've taken the best of both worlds and put them together Mm -hmm. so not only do we operate in the access control market we also operate in the smart wearables market Mm -hmm. and there is plans to develop smart products and smart accessories through our product lines etc so there's very big plans in the works for sky for sure man yeah, like that's one of the things I always wanted to ask
0: you is just like, you know, who are your other like competitors who are like offering like the same, hey, yeah, I can pay with my, with my band, right? Or Because yeah. I, I saw your commercial, like someone, the guy in the commercial is paying with his ring, mm-hmm. uh, with the band, and then he's tapping the thing, the door with his ring. Yeah. It was really cool stuff, right? And I've, you know, it's like, whoa, like this thing exists because all I've seen is cards being used i've just mm-hmm. seen the key flaws being used but i've never seen it being like this multifaceted use of uh like everyday life and for, for example like just to give perspective to the listener let's say let's take the which one is more like multi Is it the the ring or the the band
1: well they all essentially do the same thing but i would say our biggest seller right now would be the wristband the wristband yeah so how do you like
0: put in your data to access let's say your car your
1: so that is all going to be done through our mobile application Mm -hmm. which is what we're in the works of building right now Mm -hmm. so that's the full scale And that part has not fully been completed yet, but we do know how it's going to work. It's been wireframed out. The application is there. It's just not developed yet, um, which is why we're searching for funding. Mm -hmm. So everything is going to be managed through the application. You're going to be able to upload your personal identification, like your gym membership. You're going to be able to upload, um, say you want to put your info on the ring, like your name or wherever they can reach you. You can put your business card on the ring if you want to. Um, But other than that, you'll be able to upload your monetary funds. So say you want to preload your debit card onto the ring or your credit card, you'll be able to do it like that, sort of like an Apple pay type process. Um, And you'll also be able to choose the locks and the vehicle locks that the ring or the accessory can open. So that, application is essentially the hub of the whole product and yep. that's where we get the ip and the licensing etc okay
0: and as we're right now i know like you guys are live you know you guys are selling like what can the consumer buy from you today
1: so if you live in a apartment building uh-huh. you can get any one of our wearable accessories the thing is today you won't be able to pay debit. That's the one thing you can't do with the accessories right now is make purchases because we haven't completed the application. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you can get the vehicle lock, you can get the door lock, and you can get all the accessories. And when you install them, the accessories will allow you to open your front door, open your vehicle, you can upload identification onto it as well um so yeah and that's what most of our users are doing right now most of our users uh live in commercial properties where they already use key fobs so we come in we copy theirs we make them a new one uh for a little lower cost and we kind of cut out competitors that way
0: great man um yeah what else do you want to like chat about like i know like you got some things you wanted to say before
1: um well, well, I wanted to actually ask you some stuff too, because mm-hmm. I know you're moving into your new position. Yeah, man. Uh, for so, me. have you talked about that? No, 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 no. Like this, all I wanted to
0: ask you is uh, some questions, like you know, so everybody can like get us. to know me exactly. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people they know what about me. you know about me. It's True. like you know, it's I'm the host. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, a lot of people don't know yet, but. You know, the same way you left your job at Good Life is the same way I left as well. Mm -hmm. Because I've been working there for, as I mentioned before, since first year of uni and now I've graduated. But ultimately, man, like it just got to some points during the day where I'd feel so drained out because you do the same sales process every single day. Like, you know, you have your CRM over there, you're calling people, like you're, you know, you're just chilling and, you know, waiting for people to come in. There's like all these like sales targets that you gotta hit. And you know, for us, you know, we were a top-selling club, you know, we were going for the club of excellence at Good Life. So I hit the 12 out of 12. We got we hit every single month, we hit our quota. But from a personal level, I just felt like as if I'm okay, I'm 25 right now. I have to be in the field that I'm in right now. You know, I need to be going all out. So this program that I'm in uh called Biz Start came about and essentially they pay you to work on your business for the next seven months so it's full-time pay you know like you're working from you know 10 uh 10 to 5 but sometimes you can like work till 6 and you can also like work off-site as well so essentially like imagine just every single day you're waking up and the first thing on your mind is your baby like Mm -hmm. what you're making like you know for you it's like sky like imagine you're doing that like you're Your bills are covered. You're doing everything you got to do. So, my friend Mike Regis, who started his own company, his own production company, he told me about it. He's like, Oh, you're going to be great for this program. Just apply and um, just do it. So, I went in for the interviews and I remember like there was like the whole thing. I was waiting to hear back for some time because we only accept 44 people. And it's a blessing, bro. Like, you know, I'm building my new business right now. Nobody knows what it is, but. Essentially, I'm going into the, the loyalty space, the customer loyalty space and couponing and building like a distribution platform for businesses to showcase their offers to uh, students in the local area and, you know, go from there. It's called studios. So I'm working on that, developing that app right now and, uh, you know, doing some few tests on it. But yeah, man, uh, it's great. It's great doing what you love every single day mm-hmm. and hustling. Like today, like my day was like completely my own schedule. Mm -hmm. Like I woke up, I knew I had to go to this marketing workshop and then I went uh, to the coffee shop, worked on like business planning stuff, like, you know, creating a whole strategy. Yep. You read a a book at the park, eating my lunch. And I connected with you, Mm -hmm. you know, to record this podcast, bro, like life is good. You get
1: me Mm -hmm. like now you just need to set yourself up so that when you come out of this program in seven months, you can stay out of the program. Exactly, and man. I don't I'm have not, to go back to, to a good life. job.
0: Bro, I'm not going back to good life. Yeah. Deadass. I'm not doing
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: bro, <laughs> this is like, yo, you touch. It's like you move forward in lifestyle. You can't you, go back I can't go, back. I can't go back. Nah, bro. I can't go back. I know what's at that. Like, it's
1: going to be. Miserable, yeah. you made it from the stands to the bench. Exactly. Now you're on the bench, waiting to get into the league. Bro, you can't go back from the bench to the stands, listen, Lucas. Fam, I'm a leaguer. Okay, uh-huh. like, I, I, I don't <laughs> doubt it,
0: bro. I'm a league. Yo, I, I want to be a star. I'm gonna be a star. I'm gonna be an all star, the same way you see it like mm-hmm. the same hunger. Mm-hmm. It's like I, these seven months, I see it as a blessing. Like, this is my chance to really. Get me myself in a position where I am earning at the end of seven months. Like these seven months is like build, 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 and transitioning into like your business, like where you're earning. So, the podcast right now, you know, like we're hustleovereverything.co, you know, we're going to be, we sell merch, right? We're going to be producing the episode. So, this is like another side hustle business I'm doing on top of studios, which is like the main thing. So, ultimately, it's just to have different avenues which are so authentic to what I'm doing as a person that that make me happy, bro. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's like, what makes you happy, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've never been happier than I am right now because I feel like I control my own my own time. And I think what I value the most is autonomy. Like, I don't like being held down to something. it's, like, it's I think it's a core value of mine. It's just like being autonomous. And being autonomous, it's like I can move anywhere. I can do whatever I want. And I don't have to worry about money or anything like that like that's just beautiful yeah no it's
1: a nice feeling yeah you know it. you know what it's like right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no it's nice man it's it's nice to finally get into that space where you're like whoa i have some time Mm -hmm. and it's almost like I have a to-do list, but it's not so big anymore because mm-hmm. I've had time to do the stuff do on the to-do list. It's like you do this stuff and now you're like, damn, what do I do with
0: this whole time right here? And now it's like, now I'm really starting
1: to move forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you can move on to the next thing. You feel like you've like thing. taken like leaps forward? Like- oh, man. I've taken 10 leaps forward. Yeah. Eh? And especially since I left <clears throat> Good Life even, mm-hmm. just like every day... Going in, at, I meet my team, we meet at 10 every morning. By that time, I've already trained, gone to the gym. You know what I mean? Had breakfast, boom, at the coffee shop from 10 to 2 we meet. And Then from there, we do our things, we divvy out and we do our things outside of work. So I give everyone their own time to like have their own life. And But part of being with the Sky team is like being in the Sky lifestyle. And that's like going to the gym. Like every person that's on the team trains. trains hard. Every person that's on the team tries to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Every person that's on the team is there 15 minutes before they're supposed to be. Every person is there 15 minutes after they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's just the lifestyle. It's just the culture, man. That's the sky life. Mm-hmm. It's the sky life. It's savages, male, female, orange, white. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. It's, We all are working in the same way towards the same communal goal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's the nice thing about not having to have a job anymore is it's like, shit, I have time. And then you're going to notice you're going to start to build out your team. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be like, whoa, I have even more time because I can delegate. Mm -hmm. Now I'm delegating and I'm like giving people tasks and jobs and getting them back. And maybe they're not perfect, but I can tweak them and send them back. Yeah, man, it's
0: like, it's like now I feel like I feel like I went through a transition where I have to do the opposite of what my mind has been uh, geared be- like geared to be doing all the time, right? Like for example, like building a team. It's just like, oh, I know this person, I know this person, but now I'm like, let me take my time to really craft this A plus roster, mm-hmm. right? If you have an A plus idea, you can't have a B roster B roster like you're just a middle of the pack team right so i'm like how am i gonna go about building an a plus roster mm-hmm. how am i gonna go about like really creating a moat around my product where we can actually go in the market and we can actually be like leaders in what we're doing and before like i realized one of my weaknesses was i would i'm such an executor that every time i get an idea i have to execute on it to like really see but like now i'm like methodical about everything I'm like boom militant militant like okay what are we really doing what is our plan here what are we aiming to do right who do I want on my team like what do they need to have what are like the key things we need to be doing and I feel like from my past you know businesses I feel like it's shaped me up for like now like where I have a crystal clear vision of the type of team and type of business I want to have right yeah and I think As well too it's dreaming big like you have to dream big all the time like you cannot lose that sight it's like you have to see yourself in that level Mm -hmm. because i feel like sometimes you think like man okay like let's just aim for this part even though it's like a big thing like yo why not aim for 10 billion Mm -hmm. man like why just aim for 1 billion you know like the same
1: stress that you're going to put into a $1 million deal, you're going to put into a $10 million deal. Exactly,
0: man. So it's been really eye opening and having that constant belief like that anything is possible, no matter how big that dream is, because Sky could be in every single apartment building in the world. Like mm-hmm. it's up to you to decide if it's going to be like that. Yeah. Right? You have to make that decision. And you have to be intentful in what you're doing, right? Because if you're not intentful, like, you're not really going to get it. Like, it's great to dream, but, like, do we really intend to do it? Like, it's totally different. It's like, alright, oh, like, I'd like to have some Popeyes right now. Mm-hmm. But what do you say? I'm going to get Popeyes yeah, <laughs> right it's now. Way it's different. It's different, right? It's like, you, you think about it and then, like, boom, I'm putting my shoes on and I'm heading out the door mm-hmm. to go to the restaurant. Like, it's the same thing, man. So... If I say every single student is going to be using our product, every single student is going to be using yeah. our product. Like, I believe, like, man, form follows function, and it's every day in life, man. You think about it, you do it. You think about the water, you're going to drink it. Mm-hmm. Same thing in business, bro. Like, if little things like that can be gratified, like, why like, well, can't bigger things? hmm
1: We talked like a lot, we talked a lot about motivation today, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the biggest thing that motivates me is daily reminders of like get up and go. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to do this. Like, come on, mm-hmm. every day. I feel like sometimes you wake up and you're not really feeling it. You know what I mean? Kind of a tough day, especially it's feeling when as if like you gotta like drag it out. You drag like, you know, like it. sometimes you're in bed and like damn,
0: bro. So sometimes you wake up upset. You're like. Oh, I got to wake up. I know, bro. <laughs> that sleep is so good. I You're know. Like, Sheesh, bro. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so the biggest thing, the biggest thing for me is, uh, is subtle reminders. And my biggest reminder is this shirt. There's two things that I have. Okay. But number one is this shirt. Whenever I put this shirt on or whenever I have something to do, where I'm like, I need to get down to work. Yeah. Like yeah. I need to, I need to fucking smash this out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I put this shirt on. Some of you guys don't know the video, but there's a video of Diddy. Okay. And he's someone i look up to very highly. Same here. That guy's my idol. I I'd very yeah. highly look up to him. Um, I think personal, personality wise, we're very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, there's a video of him. He put he has this shirt on and he gets off the phone.
0: Is it like that one? He he gets off the phone and is like, alright, yeah, like we're good. He puts the phone down. He's like, I'm a savage! I'm a savage.
1: <laughs> That's what he says. That's what he
0: says, I'm a savage. And
1: he, he doesn't just put the phone down. He slams, he slams the it. phone down. He said, like, I'm a savage! Yeah, Lucas is hyped. Bro, I think of that in my head every time it fucking fires me up.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I put this shirt on and I'm like, I'm a fucking savage. Mm -hmm. Bro, you cannot stop me today Mm -hmm. when I have this on. Yeah. So number one is my shirt. Number two, Mm -hmm. if you see my watch, it's set to 12 o'clock. And Every single watch I have is always set to 12 o'clock. You can go in my drawers. I have six watches. They're all set to 12 o'clock every single one because why 12 o'clock is go time
2: mm.
1: 12 o'clock is get the fuck up and go time mm-hmm. no matter what no matter when that hand doesn't move it's go o'clock bro so i have a phone to tell the time i can tell the time with other things this is a subtle reminder to me
2: mm-hmm.
1: every time i look at this multiple times a day
2: mm-hmm.
1: this it's go time yeah. i got six watches I, they're all up there I go up in the morning, I open my drawer, I pick up watch I'm going to wear, I look at it, Time is it, it's go time. Boom. Let's go. Even right now. I'm kind of tired. I worked all day already. I just look at this watch and I'm like, Owen's probably going to be leaving here soon, but fuck, it's go time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to get some work done. Absolutely. Even though I've already worked since 7.30 this morning, mm-hmm. and it's I don't know what time it is because my clock doesn't say it, but I'm sure it's about... 8 o'clock now, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Um, 8, 8.28. Yeah, it's 8.30. Yeah. So we've been talking for about two hours.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And now I'm like, it's go time. Like, I'm going to, you're going to leave. I'm going to put more work in because I want to do more podcasts like this. Mm-hmm. I want more people to hear. To hear the, the conversation. Yeah. Conversation that yeah. we're having because it's going to help someone.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, someone
1: like one person you know well, at least one at least one person i like, know my dad's gonna be mad because i swore a bunch of times mm-hmm. but at least if there's one person out there that helps that would be cool yeah yeah for sure so i appreciate you for having me on the podcast
0: yeah man uh it's been great man and uh, i loved your energy i know it's gonna be hyped and as well as an apology in advance to the listeners you know we're slamming Lucas is slamming some tables, but that's just him being hyped off life. <laughs> <laughs> so if you made it through this far, man, you know, you're a hustler, you're, you're hustling over everything. And, uh, you know, where can people follow you and, uh, follow you, follow your business and,
1: and reach out to you if they want to know more about what you're doing. So you can follow me online on Instagram at Lou meets world. L U M E E T S world. um, That's pretty much my tag on everything. Honestly, DM me. My website's on there. My email's on there. The quickest way you're going to get a hold of me is through a DM. I have been doing some consulting for some businesses, just offering the advice I can here and there Mm -hmm. in regards to marketing strategy or just business development and trying to help people out as much as I can. I would love to extend any information i can to anyone out there who has any questions or if you think i can help you in any way i would love to do that so please feel free to reach out and uh yeah i wish you all the absolute best and i love you all and uh yeah this has been great man uh lucas
0: ends oh no here with the hustle over everything podcast uh thank you for listening And uh, tune in for the next episode next week.